Just a quick content warning before we get started, there is mention of sexual assault as well as details of a murder in this episode. If you would like to click off this your time to do so, and if you would like to stay, I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Armchair Detectives. Today is a very fun episode because we have almost no one here with us. Hey guys, it's just me. It's just Imani. I'm actually going to leave. It's just going to be Imani today. Yeah, it'll be uh, my episode. It'll be a special episode that I honestly hope gets lost with time because uh, it's going to be really depressing. All right. I didn't get it because I didn't answer because I'm not here. Anyway, um, we didn't. <laughs> we actually did not murder the other members today. We promise. That wasn't the case. We. That's crazy. Anyway, our first. <laughs> Our first case is about three missing. I'd like to apologize. My soul just left my body. (laughs) Our, um, ironically, our first case is about three teens missing from our school. Isn't that crazy? They're not part of the podcast. Yeah. I wonder who they could be. That's crazy. Yeah, of which, uh, that didn't show up to class today. I haven't heard from Melina or Bryn in a very long time. I've heard, like, screaming from my attic, but... Yeah, we'll ignore that. It could have been anyone. Been anyone? We don't know the circumstances, honestly. The, the police haven't been informed yet. They honestly just... Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> we just, um... It's just rumors, you know. That's why that's why we know about it. Probably quarantine. Mm-hmm. It could be like um I have a lot of I've heard like mice in my walls before. It could have just been them. They're a civilized society now. They they do blood sports and that's why that explains the screaming. Yeah, blood sports. I do those. You do those? <laughs> okay (laughs) i believe it honestly i believe it y'all can't see the video right now mamani has three chickens um yeah there are three chickens strung um from my ceiling um you can't see the shirt i'm wearing um neither lauren or the audience but um it's stained um the saints i'm not going to specify oh i can see the shirt you're wearing i have multiple cameras set up welcome um what have you been up to okay um so about five minutes before this podcast started i told my dad hey i'm gonna be recording something for class right i said class because i was like i really didn't want to talk to him at the moment he was like that's 7 30 at night and i'm like he was like how long is it gonna take and i was like um 40 minutes to an hour he was like that doesn't sound right what class is this i'm like it's for it's for broadcast journalism and you're like hmm no it still doesn't sound right and I was like you know that podcast I said I was on he was like yes I was like it's for that I do this every Thursday and you've just not noticed and that's okay he got really upset (laughs) bring him on third host bring him on I would never do that no I think bring my humble preacher Christian father and be like hey (laughs) so there was a decapitated woman today. I think, I think, I don't, 
don't know what he's about, but I'm a little afraid of him. I think I would disintegrate. Are you my dad? Yeah. Nice, chill. He was just upset because I was like, I was using um, the podcast as an excuse to not get food. Mm, okay. I see, I see. Ivan, um, I told myself this week that I will go to all of my classes. I have not. Um, oh. I've been asleep. No. for half of them i know and i only you have like two timers you i do timers. i sleep through them or i turn them off in my sleep timers. you need to work on that home slice i know i don't know how though i just anyway um which is really sad because i only have like louder i only have Disable like the sneeze button i didn't know you could do that i'm gonna i'm gonna do that um yeah, I only have like two Zooms a day, so I don't have a good um, percentage going for me right now. But that's okay. Maybe. Oh, kind of disgust me. That kind of <laughs> made me a little upset. You Why? Two Zooms. <laughs> and two out of two, the only ones you have per week, you miss two. Yeah. And, and those the- two count as attendance. So you miss like two classes a day. <laughs> Well, I only have two a day, so I miss like one a day. So I miss fifty percent of my classes this week. Also, my first period is a blended course, so I only have class like I only have first. Yeah, I only have first period three times, and I just been to it twice, and I fell asleep. Blended teacher, who's your blended teacher? Cortez. Hmm. All right. (laughs) Now continue with your case right here. I'm not doing well in school. That's my case. <laughs> no, I'm actually doing all right. My grades are good. I just don't show up, which I stellar attendance record. Yeah, I've had seat time like every single like no, quarter or like whatever time? ever since freshman year. And then like last year I had like 40 something hours. Yeah, to That's do. So gross. I, I did all of it, but one, and then that one got wiped because of everything got like shut down and stuff. But because <laughs> of COVID, I like because of COVID. I thought like I would do better if I'm like already at home. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm still just as bad. Um, I've been watching fifty feet away from me. Instead of going to class, I've been watching a lot of Love Island. This is so off topic. <sighs> we, we have time to fill. I <laughs> honestly, you do have the time. It's so good though. I it am. Is. I love bad TV. Okay. And I've also just finished The Bachelor as well. Very different because Love Island is uh, based in the UK. The difference right. between like um, contestants. Which is, like, better, Love Island or um, The Bachelor? Love Island. I feel like um, mm-hmm. Americans are too polite. I know that's weird but like they they like they want to seem like good people to the audience I suppose the British don't care about that they do not not at all it's very nice um it's very very nice very entertaining I mean they're not nice they're actually quite mean mean, but it's a wonderful show it's a wonderful show it's a great show guys don't misconstrue. Um, I've also, this last weekend, I've rewatched The Silence of the Lambs, which is one of my favorite movies, which is 
is kind of on topic for this podcast. And then I got my sweet grandfather heard that I liked the movie and he bought me the entirety of the Hannibal Lecter series, like the books. Aww. And I will be reviewing them if If anyone ever comes back. Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing right now? Uh, I'm playing Legend of Zelda. Oh my god. (laughs) Other than that, what I'm doing, um, being very anxious. About what? Um, my first choice of college, um, has decided that they will be accepting people on March 31st, which means I have a week to, um, gather my courage and hope. What's your, what's the college? Oh, it's, it's called Syracuse. It's an, um, oh, wow. What, like, what program and stuff? What program? Um, the film program. I want to, I want to write stuff. Nice. I have a few friends that um, got into the theater program. Oh my god, those lucky sons. Which is (laughs) I'm gonna have to cut that out. (laughs) Um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to need to do that. (laughs) But no, that's really cool. Yeah. I I kind of hope I don't get in, honestly. Why? I kind of just don't want to go there now. How come? Um, because okay so I got accepted into a different school it was like more Mm -hmm. like my second choice right Mm -hmm. and they gave me like a really good scholarship I'm like oh and then like my mom like reminded me don't forget Syracuse hasn't accepted you yet and I was like oh yeah I kind of just don't want to deal with it now they could give you a good scholarship as well who Syracuse I don't think they will I I think they could I've Personally, I don't know how good you are at writing, so I have no idea, but I, I'm rooting for you. I think it will be nice. Okay. I am going to community college. Honestly, I'll leave another choice. I'm going to be settled with debt for the rest of my life. So Yeah, that was the whole thing, because I want to be a teacher, so I was thinking uh, I won't have that much. I don't think I would have that much money after. Shout out to all my teachers listening. Mr. Hey, Mr. Anna, I'm looking at you. Um, but I used to like, um, this is also very off topic. I used to beat myself up for like, um, choosing to go to community college first, even though it would be like, I don't, I don't know. I think there's like a stigma around it, I suppose. And like, I've always like prided myself until like high school, I think about like being like a really, really good student and like being on top of like my classes and such. And I felt like I was throwing away. But that's not the case. Yeah. Now I kind of feel bad for going to a private college because everyone's like, they just take your money and it's like really bad. I was honestly the better choice for your future. Or, you, you know, know earning money and stuff. And I felt like really bad because I was like super excited to tell people. Yeah. But you know what? I I think Syracuse is cool. Not just because a few of my friends are going, but um, uh-huh. and I'm putting away my personal vendetta against private um, education. Dang. Okay. Okay. I yeah it's just a it, they, it just costs a lot yeah so, I know but you I know, thought, that's when the scholarship comes in so it's a little better a little more managed yeah anyway we have some cases to talk about today yeah we do some interesting cases some stuff that might raise some eyebrows twiddle some thumbs strain the noggin you know 
I'm personally on the edge of my seat. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I'll go first. I'll get my case out of the way. So we all we all like TV here. We all like like streaming, you know. You know, we like signals. So anyway, this has something to do with signals. I think we've all heard of the famous Max Headroom hijacking. You know, it's quite known, quite infamous because these people are absolute chads you know, disrupted, disrupted a broadcast just to do what? To do what? Pose in costume, in mask, and just be weird and then, I don't know, disappear off the face of the earth. The FBI could not find these people. It's just considered something that happened. But anyway, so the Max Headroom jacking, you know, it happened um, the night of November 22nd. 1987 um when this television broadcast was like uh was like you know happening and then they were like hijacked um and then so like it kind of like cut to this video of um this person wearing like a max headroom which is like a cartoon character by the way it, it was like a max headroom mask and costume and it was like the most psychologically damaging i hope no one like was really watching this especially like young kids because it was actually like kind of weird it was like distorted audio um and it was like really weird it was like very damaging you know so like I guess it was like during a sports segment so you know rip to all those people hoping to find out about their favorite sports teams um around like nine o'clock at night and this person was like in a mask you know like cut on and this, what, he was like swaying and he was like making weird noises, honestly acting kind of tweaked. So who knows what this person was on. I honestly believe with all my heart, this person was just tweaked out of his mind when he did this. Um, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I 100% believe, like, believe that that person was sober. I think it's just <laughs> funny. They were sober? <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't I know. I believe they were sober too. I just believe they were just like, let's let's traumatize people tonight. Let's, um, let's leave people wondering for the rest of their lives what this was. But like, anyway, so it cut out, like it cut off, right? And people were like, whoa, that was um, kind of weird, you know? But you know, I was like, forgot. It was like, okay, we'll figure out what it is tomorrow when they decide to tell us, right? But anyway, so in the middle of PBS, you know, public broadcast station, you know, that place where they play a lot of like, what's his name elmo sesame street you know you know that station it cuts on in the middle of a doctor who episode might i add so like let me tell you right now if something were to something like this were to cut on just like straight in the middle of a doctor who episode no one was phased i hope no one was phased by this okay i hope everyone who was watching doctor who at this exact moment was like yep that's just part of the episode it's just part of the episode honestly it could have been anyway this one lasted for a while. Well, you know, more than last night, lasted about 90 seconds. And the math person spoke, you know, throughout the entire thing. It was making references to Max Headroom. Um, uh, it was, um, oh my God, I'm stuttering. Uh, okay. It was making like references to the Max Headroom endorsement of Coca-Cola, the TV series Clutch Cargo, um, WGN anchor Chuck Squirky, Swerky, I don't know how to pronounce this dude's name. It's weird. And like, 
and all the greatest world newspaper nerds a reference to WGN's call letters, which stands for World's Greatest Newspaper. You know, a little on the nose. The video ended with a brief side view of someone exposed buttocks being spanked by a woman with a fly swatter before returning to the normal program. So, like, obviously, people just watched a man be spanked by a woman mm -hmm. on live TV at nine o'clock at night. So, as you can assume, um, the FCC had to get involved, right? But yeah, like, no spanking on air. Yeah, especially during like a kid show and you know live news. So mm -hmm. we were like, like it's so weird because they've never been caught, which is weird because you think something like that would be like easily identifiable, like they were wearing a mask. Not a lot of stuff happened. So anyway. Okay, the first two broadcast signal intrusions took place during the sports segment, right? And then screen went black for 15 seconds before displaying a person, you know. Um, but like, it was like so weird because, um, you know, police investigated, they really, really couldn't find anything about this dude. There was like mm -hmm. no way to track it, right? Because back then this had never happened before. Someone jacking a TV, that was like safe for like, um, you know, the president, right? Only the president has been able to do that. So like, give speeches and stuff during like live broadcasts, mm -hmm. right? So like no one really like knew how to do it. Like no one had the technology at that point in time. So it was like people were like absolutely bamboozled. But like okay, but like not long after the incident, okay, people started like, you know, the news station that got hijacked. They started like inserting clips of it like during like newscasts and sports highlights. And um I don't know why they did this because a lot of people got really scared. They're like, oh man, Max Headworm's at it again. You know? Mm -hmm. They're just like, man, I thought it was funny. You know, that person got fired. I hope you know that. Shame. <laughs> like, I, I just thought it would be funny to help people relive their trauma. You know, I feel like that kind of stuff, I don't think it could happen today. I don't think it could. At least at least not without like being caught. I feel a little bit left out. I want Honestly, I kind of wish I experienced something like that. Me too. Like the yeah. shock factor of like, I don't watch sports, so I wouldn't be watching sports, but like, just like your program cutting out and it, I don't know, something so like, uh, okay. uh, like. What would, be, what would it be? So that was like a cartoon character from a TV show. Mm -hmm. So what cartoon character do you think they would use? Oh God. Hijack. Um, I don't even know, maybe. I don't know. Finn from Adventure Time. Yeah. I think Yo, imagine if I was watching, let's say, so if they were, if I was watching like a regular show episode in like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like 2010, 2013, and it just cut to someone wearing like a Adventure Time mask, I think I'd, I'd scream. I'd get really nervous. Have you ever seen one of like the photos of like what Finn would look like as like a real human? I have not. It's disturbing. I feel like it would be one of, like, oh, one of those. God. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. I feel, you know, a little tense, actually. All right, hold on, I'm finding it. Okay, a grotesque real-life version of Adventure Time Spin. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me so sad. 
That's just who made this. <laughs> I hope you burn. How could you do this? I just. You know what? I, I feel like <laughs> oh, this person has done this before, and honestly, um, they all look terrifying. They're doing Some good work. Homer Simpson, um, for Patrick and SpongeBob. I want everyone who's listening to this, I want you to know, um, these people look absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I think they look delicious. They look delicious. You would think that, you know, with all what the do you mean? mice in your walls. What a, don't bring them up. Okay. They're sensitive. <laughs> I'm going to hear them crying later. Man. And I can't comfort them. I can't you break the walls. I'm not open your walls. You yeah, can. I'm not a teenage boy. I can't punch my walls like that. Fair enough. Anyway, but I would just it would be like the real fin. It would just oh god. Swaying. Absolutely. If I if it were to cut to like real life fin and all of you go and look up a grotesque real life version of fin online. I'm getting spanked. That, I, I would just immediately burst into tears. I just I I can't actually explain how jealous I feel. I'm feeling so left out that that didn't happen to me. I want that to be an experience I had, you know? Yeah, I want that to, like, imagine, you can, that's just a story you can tell forever. Like, you can, anybody you meet, you just be like. I witnessed the Max Headroom incident, by the by. And everyone's like, whoa, dude, that's 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 so crazy. Just wait. I witnessed one of the, like, most mysterious hijackings of all time even if it was like only for 15 seconds for some Mm -hmm. people that's like amazing oh what just god what a time to be alive what year was it in oh the 80s 1987 oh 1980 oh to live in 1987 33 Um, years ago was it 33 years ago i think so I have to ask my parents if they remember it. Mm, 34 years ago. But yeah, everything about it was like so weird. There's clips of what it was on YouTube. So, you know, if you want to check it out, you can. It's absolutely creepy. PBS, PBS uploaded actually. That's funny. I've seen it. It's, it is scary. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I stole CBS. PBS, um, I like I like the cut of your jab for you to post the Max Headroom incident, a crime that happened on your broadcast, mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey guys, you wanna you wanna relive that mysterious thing that happened?" It's like reclaiming a slur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. No, that actually is so crazy, though. I I forgot about it. I remember seeing, like, um, a clip of it a long time ago, but I just... Look at that mask. Next and time, like, um, we next time we log on to record, I'm going to be wearing one. I hope so. I'm just going to have the, um, the gif of it swaying in my background, actually. That's frightening. Right. I, I don't even, like, I don't, I don't have, like, the urge to find out, like, who did it I honestly don't I just anyway, I just wanted to have legend in my head <laughs> to be honest I, I listen 
I know I said they were tweaked. I honestly believe like they were probably just someone like that worked at like a broadcasting sta- station mm-hmm. or like someone that knew how to cross signals or like maybe had been playing to do something. But like, maybe, I just want to believe that they just got like. Come on, Brianna, come on down. Jesus Christ, that's scary. What is that? So that was my dad. He saw me come downstairs for food. Is there? Do you have like an intercom? Yeah, there's an intercom. In my wall. As, oh my God, I've never seen one of those like in real life. It's really scary, actually. Have you ever? Like, that is very scary. Have you ever at ten o'clock at night and like your dad's been having friends over, right? Mm. So like maybe someone comes late and you're trying to sleep and all you hear is, is the ringing you heard earlier. My shout out to my dad. He doesn't have friends like that. Yeah. Uh, it, was for a, it was for a birthday party. It was, it was a long time thing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, everyone. My dad is COVID conscious. I promise. I'm, I'm worrying about it a little bit. Okay. Not too much. Oh. But as I was saying, I'd like to believe that this person like was planning to do something, something historic, something crazy, something absolutely diabolical. But I believe he, that person just got drunk, like, like watching Max Headroom was like, okay, but what if, what if, you know? And then just did it on accident. You know? <laughs> and then it was like, like their plan was like ruined. They woke up the next day and they saw all like, you know, all like the news of it. Cause it was like, it was making like news because it was like the first time this had ever happened. And also because it was a joke. <laughs> yeah honestly though if I were to like commit a crime I, I would just want to like mess with people I think that's kind of that's I think those are the best crimes crimes yeah. where people are just like yeah I just and, like sh- sorry to all like the children who saw it and it like genuinely scared them but like to be fair if I was like I don't know up at nine o'clock who's really up at nine o'clock I don't think it was young kids but probably kids in like middle school through like high school right? No, they can take it, I think. <laughs> a few little kids, okay. Like, maybe watching sports with their dad, or, like, staying up to watch the new Doctor Who, and you're, like, close to the TV, and then it just shuts off, because it went black for about 15 seconds before That's scary. Just a swaying max. <laughs> that is scary, actually. The cutting to, like, the black, and then yeah, because, like, because, like, to describe it, the max head room, it's, like, a, it's, like, a really, like, slightly long square head, like, and like it's like molded rubber and plastic and the cheeks are really rosy and it's black sunglasses mm-hmm. but because of whatever light was above this person it looks like they have no eyes it does look like they have no eyes and so it's just like you see like a person with like no really discernible like facial expression with bright red cheeks no eyes and they're just swaying like erratically back and forth to like really weird pitches and like to be honest you know how like pitches can affect how people feel like Mm -hmm. Um, with the right pitch it can make someone feel like violently nauseous or like you know give them headaches or make them like super anxious Mm -hmm. Uh, depending on like the age you know we don't know if like people were just like completely and utterly like like laid out after that like imagine watching sports with your kid and your kid like collapses in agony as max headrooms like (laughs) that would have been it that's i'm gonna like Mm-hmm. Later, I'm going to deep dive and I'm going to like look for people who have like talked about them seeking it. Support rooms for the max headroom. Instead of- yeah, <laughs> my um, max headroom like experience was your father speaking on the intercom. I'm so sorry. 
it shook me a little my boots I was like genuine like where is it coming from me too because like earlier today so you know an intercom accident earlier today I thought I was alone right because I completely forgot my dad was home and my mom went out to get my sister from track practice so Mm -hmm. I honestly thought I was alone I was kind of like vibing in my room and then all I hear is like a snap crackle and then here and then like the intercom pops off right and I'm like I'm like looking around I'm like so confused I'm like what just happened I go outside my dad's like ah I guess you are here so apparently he started talking before he could press the button and all it caught was the here and I was just terrified that is scary actually imagine someone like when I break into your house and I I'm just going to use the intercom to let you know Oh, absolutely. Honestly, you could. I'd be, I'd be like so ecstatic if you were to break into my house. I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> you would be ecstatic if I broke into your house. Honestly, I'd wake up. Listen, I'm not extremely the most judgmental person when I'm super sleepy. So like if I were to wake up and it's just like Laura Miller, hey guys, um, I'm about to break into your house, take all your stuff, maybe murder you guys. I'd be like, whoa that's Horm Miller's voice wow that's whack that's kind of crazy I'd break in and use the intercom that's crazy we have actually never met in person uh yeah um we've only talked this year and Laura Miller is remote and I'm in person yep I just want everyone to know um Laura Miller is an experiment an AI experiment they live inside of a holographic room um yeah in this ethernet and it's really interesting because um, from all we've heard and all the um, reviews we've got back, people really like Lauren's personality. So honestly, that's good feedback for us who are working on Wonderful. the program. It could have made me a little bit taller. A little taller? Yeah. Don't we yeah. like the sass we programmed? Man, that took a lot of time. That took a lot of information feeding the AI to get it this realistic, guys. Now, honestly, we did feed it maybe a little too much true crime because they it does talk about murdering and kidnapping people, obviously. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't allow that, guys. Um, Speaking of that, I had a dream the other night that I murdered three people. And they were like people I knew. I can't like name them, but I like knew I knew them. Yeah, um, coincidentally, um, um, to the family, they were not the three people, (laughs) they were not the three other commonly heard hosts on here. I swear, I promise. Um, they all just canceled at the last minute, and we were extremely sad. But it was an unsettling dream because I was like, um, do I like keep running? Do I like because no one knew I killed them? I was just like, do I? Do I like do whatever or like I was imagining the rest of my life in prison. Wow, that's kind of weird, dude. Oh, dude, you want to hear about the time a dude who broke out of jail ran through my backyard? What? <laughs> so when I was younger and I used to live in a different neighborhood, um, there was a dude, I think it was on the news, like maybe like how long ago was it? 2013, 2012? Oh God, I thought you were joking at first. <laughs> really? No is actually real oh my Some god dude, like broke out of jail i don't know what they were wanted for it might have been murder but they like broke out and they were like running loose so like obviously my daycare was like whoa riddler riddler we were like mm-hmm. we didn't understand what was going on we were just like wow there's some really nice helicopters they're also really loud so obviously my mom comes to pick me up and i'm like oh you got here earlier than usual 
I'm not complaining, but hey. And, and so we go back home and like, it's just me, my mom and my little sister. Cause my dad was overseas at this point. And so like, it was like so weird. So she was like, she was like turning on a few lights, turning a few things off, locking the doors more than usual. She like put a chair up against it. And she was like, go upstairs and don't leave. And I was like, okay. Cause she picked us up. It was like earlier than usual, but it was also late. And I was a child and I really wanted to go to sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I did the regular things changed, um, got ready for bed, um, read my sister a horror book because uh, that's of what course. I used to do. Yeah. It's what you do. And so I'm in bed and then all I hear is like helicopters and then like my mom like panicking. Like I go downstairs and like my mom is like looking out the window and she's like freaking out. And I'm like, I'm like tired. I'm like, why are you yelling? You know, you know, little, little fifth Mm -hmm. grade me, like it's too early in the morning, mom. It was like, but also at the same time, it was like perfect because I, I watched 3 a.m. cartoons. That was my hobby. Really? Yeah. It was the worst type of hobby to have. Um, but like my mom was like, go back upstairs, go back upstairs. And I was like, but there was like a lot of helicopters and our neighbor was in our backyard. And I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> anyway, I just go back upstairs. I turn on our TV and I watch 3 a.m. cartoons until I you know fall asleep. Then I go back downstairs the next day. I, and I barely remember what happened, you know? It's at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. in the morning. There was an ice cream truck outside my, my window. I'm sorry. I just Period. hear really slow. He's coming back for you. I'm sorry. This is actually really creepy. It's really slow and very broken down. I'm not going to open my window. And it's like 8 p.m. What's it doing? Hold on. No, I'm... And we never saw Imani again. Yeah. Um, it's just vibing in my neighborhood. Sorry. But anyway, I went back downstairs and, you know, I barely remember. I was like, hey, mom, where are you? You were loud this morning. And she was like, yeah. Um, the guy that broke out of jail went through our backyard. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, you know, that woke me up immediately. I'm hungry for cereal. And I hear there was a man that wasn't supposed to be in our backyard in our backyard. And I was like, what do you mean there was a man in our backyard? <laughs> our backyard has fences that, that he's not supposed to be yeah. there. Yeah, how did he get um, over the fence? Yeah, so apparently what it was was that he was trying to hide in our neighborhood, right? Because mm-hmm. there's like there's like a section, it's like a wooded area. Well, like anyone would find I promise you, you wouldn't. But anyway, so I guess the police kind of got when he was there and they got the helicopters over and he started running through people's backyards. It just so happened he like hopped the fence and was in ours. And I think he was trying to break in because our house was dark, but then mm-hmm. like our neighbor like scared him and he had to keep going. Oh my God, that's crazy actually. Yeah. I have never had someone that broke out of jail in my backyard, but I have also, seen people like walk into my backyard. Was, um, stabbed. Like what? when they were adjacent to ours. Oh my god. I haven't. Oh my god. Wait a minute. Sorry, there are unknown voices in my house. I heard them. That was a little. You heard it was the laughing? Little, yeah, it was a little frightening. I guess my dad decided to have friends over. But anyway, um, that's the story of how um, a man 
who had no business being in my backyard ended up in my backyard and how we were just barely lucky enough to not have our house under siege. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never had like a fugitive break into my backyard, but I've had people like walk in my backyard that I didn't know. Um, I was also a child. It was just me and my brother home. They could have been ghosts. I don't know. I used to see ghosts when I was younger, but they won't be too. Not I don't know if you're joking. My, I my yeah. little sister used to see like angels. She said, "Interesting." Um, but yeah, there's there were these two like um, old people. They walked in, and they uh-huh. were like playing with my dogs, and then mm-hmm. they they were gone. I don't know. Okay, now that's yeah. That's I remember. I remember being like really frightened, and I was like, I went to my brother, and I was like, you know, the, there's like people in our backyard. He's like, no that can't be right. <laughs> it's like, why would they want to be in this backyard? Yeah, no idea. And then they were just gone and that was it. Um, but I was very scared. It was so weird, you know, cause after the incident, right? Mm-hmm. Why do I wake up the next morning and I go outside and our mailbox is gone. And you might be wondering, that's not so weird. Maybe it got like blown over, you know, maybe there was a storm, right? Mm-hmm. No, I have a, I have a brick mailbox someone like, like hit the mailbox with their car and then just continue driving oh my god right so my so i go outside because i'm like da, 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 checking the mail watering the no flowers, mail right and i and it's just destroyed it's it's gone i'm like oh my god no more mail i was like this is in the summer so it was like my mom was already gone she was like i'm like going to text her right I didn't have a phone at this point. So I'm doing it on the landline. Of course. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, 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 the mailbox is gone. It's it's not there. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I know. Yeah, someone hit. It was a drunk driver. It was like very early this morning. I'm surprised you didn't hear it. It was really loud. And I was like, I, I slept through the mailbox getting obliterated. <laughs> it was like, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. They're coming to fix it soon. But um. Just watch out for the mailman, okay? Um, because I don't know where they're gonna drop off the mail. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, yes, ma'am, which is weird. A lot of the weird stuff happened in that neighborhood, like mailbox destroyed, man running through our backyard, a guy stabbed in the adjacent neighborhood. That's crazy. Uh-huh. My mom's car got stolen. <laughs> that was my fault. That was my fault though. That was my it fault. It was though. your fault that the car got stolen? Yeah. How? So my mom's car got hit. Did you give it to someone? <laughs> my mom's car got hit at an intersection. So she brought it back. She was like, and she, it was like the next day after it got hit. My mom was like, okay, so a man's going to come, right? So she was like telling me like, the tow man's going to come soon, but she has to go to the store and she drives off in like the rental, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, tow man's going to come. Don't open the door for strangers. Got it. I'm eight, by the way. My mom <laughs> always forgets my mom always forgets this in the story because she was like, how old were you back then? I was like, I was in third grade. So <laughs> she was like, I think she forgot. She really thought I was like 13, 12 in the story. No, no, no. Okay, okay. I was a child. I want that to be distinctly clear, okay? So like a dude comes to the door and he's like, hey, I'm the tow guy. I'm coming to pick up your mom's car. And like my mom just told me there's a man coming to pick up the car soon, but I have to go to the store. So obviously I'm like, oh yeah, just take it I say through the door because I'm not gonna open the door yeah and he was like can you hand me the key I'm like it's sitting on the 
it's sitting on the front like table right next to the door and I'm like sure but my mom dead bolted the door right because <laughs> she didn't want us to open the door and he was trying to give me instructions on how to like open the door so obviously it's like 10 minutes of that I can't open the door my mom dead bolted it shut okay smart and then yeah. you know my eight-year-old bring she's <laughs> she's intelligent besides the leaving the eight-year-old to deal with the dome not only that I was eight right you know who she left me with I was like mm-hmm. should we do this my three years younger sister so my five-year-old sister <laughs> gave me advice on what to do we didn't have a phone so I couldn't just text my mom hey is the tell guy supposed to be here at this time and I wasn't and is he supposed to ask you how to open the door yeah I was like should it should it talk I be asking me if um I can pick a lock no like, my mind really didn't cross to that I really didn't you know, know. You were like, eight. yeah my mom was also like he looked crazy he had like tattoos all over his arm but mind you I'm tiny all I can see is his pants all right yeah all I can see is his pants and they're obviously like workers pants and he has like a little tag I'm like professional looks like a toe guy yeah tattoos don't mean unprofessional exactly so mom you're wrong anyway, <laughs> anyway so you like, got her minutes of this and I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking about giving up and i'm like oh wait there's a door my mom didn't deadbolt in case of emergencies right and it's the garage door so i open the mm-hmm. door i grab the keys i open the garage and i give them to him and then like i go back inside immediately afterwards i don't ask questions i don't say anything i'm like here and he's like thanks so i go back inside right mm-hmm. and i'm like all right um i'm gonna watch my little pony right because i think i just did what my mom asked me to there's a toe guy coming and that's it mm-hmm. so imagine my surprise as i'm watching my little pony i look out my window and there's like two police cars and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Yo, there's police right outside my door. They're here for me. So I hide underneath my chair, right? You know, like mm-hmm. every eight-year-old trained to do. But like, anyway, they knock on the door. I don't answer, obviously. And my mom comes yeah. in and she calls me downstairs. And she's like, where's the car? And I'm like, the tow guy came and I gave it to him. And she's like, what do you mean you gave it to him? I'm like, he asked for the keys. I gave him the keys. She was like, that wasn't what you were supposed to do. And I'm like, what do you mean that's not what I'm supposed to do? You said they were coming and I gave them the keys. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they took up like statements from my mom. And what had happened was, was like, <laughs> technically, the guy worked for the company, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like, he was supposed to talk to my mom before she like um, gave him the car. Because they were talking about prices or something. I don't know. I was eight when I got this explanation. Of course. But yeah. yeah, so what it was was like, um, <laughs> it was like he was supposed to talk to my mom and get some stuff signed, but instead she just comes home and there's like no car. So obviously she calls 911. It was like the dude like wasn't supposed to take it. And like they were mad because you don't ask an eight year old um, to open the door, is what mm-hmm. she was most mad about. I learned later that she like screamed at him for like 20 minutes. Like I got a lot of talking to from a lot of relatives. My my um my grandpa made me watch a documentary about kids who open doors for strangers, even if they're authority figures. Um, my mom Fair so enough. funny. Flip it down. 
to be yeah you were eight <laughs> to be fair you were eight years old um yeah. like she was like how many times i've told you every time you don't open the door and what did you do i opened the garage <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> you've lived a full life <laughs> listen my childhood was very stressful I can only imagine it wasn't even stressful because of like because of like the other stuff I mentioned it was stressful because of that event I was not trusted after that like so my house has an alarm right Mm -hmm. and before that I used to have the code for it but after that I wasn't allowed to have the code right yeah after they they decided maybe the eight-year-old should not have the code yeah maybe the eight-year-old shouldn't have the code but um the five-year-old can so like we'd I'd, it'd be like we'd get home because um I'd ride the bus home mm-hmm. and I'd t- get my sister too and we'd walk to the door and we'd open it and she'd turn off the alarm while I wait there. D- That's funny. Yeah. No, it was really demeaning. I felt really sad. For- <laughs> <laughs> I was like so I was like so demoralized for like for like a month you could not get me to be happy oh which was like <laughs> also the span of my punishment when people were like treating me like I was going to open the door for anyone who knocked mm-hmm. it was like it was like super confusing because why would you say a tow guy's coming to pick up the thing and then leave and leave during this time yeah and, and also your age with the tow truck <laughs> comes and it's like hey I'm here for your mom's car the one that's broken down in the drive-thru as your mom said would happen and what was I supposed to do? Just wait while a guy knocks on the door increasingly louder until you get back? No. I think knowing my eight-year-old self, I would have just pretended I wasn't home. I did for a while, but then he just kept knocking. And I was like, and I like look outside and I see the tow truck and, I, and you know, it just echoes through my head. My mom's saying, mm-hmm. a tow truck's going to come for my car. And I'm like, oh, he's supposed to be here you know anyway um yeah I wasn't allowed to have the coach for like a year and a half until I like entered middle school and my sister couldn't you know code in for me shake my head yeah smh that's crazy yeah so anyway Lauren I heard you had a case I don't know if I can top that, but um, this happened in Odessa, Texas. Ooh. The year in our backyard. is 1968. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. A young woman was visiting her local laundromat and she reported, she was like reported missing suddenly. Um, she left all of her like friends and family, like they were worrying and stressing over her. Um, and unfortunately, I'm so sorry spoiler alert she did pass away she her she was 24 and she wasn't discovered until two months after her disappearance at the laundromat um yeah this is this it gets a little bit gory her hands were like bound with one of her nylon stockings her throat was tightly wrapped around um the other like nylon stocking and then right. her body was left like violated. Her clothes were like ripped up. Her like, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, 
She was dumped in a field in Odessa, Texas. Wow. Mm -hmm. Just a field. Yeah, just a field. No respect. Absolutely no respect here. Um, She would be one of the five victims that would follow, that would like nickname the case, the Odessa Lust Murders, because they were all dumped in said field. Um, The second victim was a hotel owner. Her name was Dorothy Smith. We don't know her age, which I think- Were they all women? Yes. This man is a a nasty man. Um, Her body was discovered on November 5th, 1968, and her hands were bound with a television cable, and Mm -hmm. she was shot to death. So it's like, is it different MMOs? I don't know. MOs. MOs. Um, anyway. Um, and then two years later, on July 16th, 1970, around 36 miles away from the second murder, the body of a 26-year-old go-go dancer would be discovered in her apartment naked with multiple stab wounds. And she would be like the third victim of all of these. Um, and then... The same year on September 15th in the city of Kermit, Texas, 27-year-old mother, Nancy Michelle, uh, would be abducted from her home. Her children would be found sleeping in their bed, but um, Nancy's whereabouts were unknown until nine months later, a full nine months, she would be found in a secluded spot on an oil lease. And it had, um, she had stab wounds and after like, an examination of her like skeletal remains because it was nine months when they found it was like a gruesome death um back in the city of odessa the first disappearance in the year 1971 for the city that would oh my god i'm gonna say that again back in odessa in 1971 24 year old ruth maynard the wife of an Odessa police officer would be discovered two miles away from the location where the first woman was discovered three years earlier. And then, um, seriously, after the policeman's wife was murdered. What? I feel like they began to take it like seriously after the policeman's wife was murdered. Oh, definitely. Because this is happening over a span of like four ish years, and they just did not catch the guy. And then, um, oh yeah, it says it wouldn't be until the abduction and murder of 26-year-old Gloria Green from her job at an oil well service company located on the highway that caused investigations to like double their efforts and actually start like connecting that these murders were from the same person, despite like most of them having- The murder of like four people. Yeah, most of them being in the same, like they're very close to each other. They, most of the women were found with, like, their hands bound. Right. And then all of them were, like, they had, like, signs of, like, sexual abuse. And, like, they were violated before their deaths. And they just didn't put that together. Um, It could be anything. Yeah, it could be, they could have tripped. Yeah. They could have tripped and fell. And then, like, most of the bodies weren't even discovered until, like, months after which is crazy. And then um, she had left her shoes and purse in the building of the office that she worked at, the lady that was found on the highway. 
and um, her disappearance would be the case that linked all of the murders that happened. And then the guy who did it, his name is Johnny Meadows. He was arrested for unrelated charges in New Mexico, and then he was incarcerated. And he, while he was incarcerated, he started bragging about a murder he committed in Odessa. Uh, and they were like, nah, that, that can't be him. But he kept insisting. He was like, hey, by the way, like, like that, that was me. That was me. Don't even worry about it. Um, and then this caused the county sheriff to be contacted, and he went out to investigate Meadows after, like, multiple Fine. times of him being like, hey, by the way, like, that was me. Isn't that crazy? Hey, I'm the one that committed the murder. And then he makes a deal with him for two thousand dollars was given to Meadows. To give into Meadows' wife to be like, um, and it, this was out of the sheriff's pocket for the You're grounded. Sorry. Two weeks no iPad. Anyway. So for out of two thousand dollars out of the sheriff's pocket for the exchange of the location of Gloria Green's body, so they didn't even like find her. Find her. He like he just led them to her. Yeah. Um. And Green's body was discovered in a vacant lot in South Odessa under a rotting mattress. Man. I know, which is so demoralizing. Yeah. And then finally, he was like, "Yeah, I confess to the murders of." all five of them i feel like that happens way too often you know especially when it comes to people who have been victims of sexual assault like when the police don't believe them but then like the person gets arrested like for different reasons right and yeah. they just start bragging about it which yeah, he was like he was like yeah that was me like he was trying to flex and like you have to have some street cred Hey, you know, you gotta have some street cred. I mean, hey, what's this supposed to do? I'm obviously joking, viewers. Please. Um, yeah, he was trying. Anyway, um, he redacted some of his confessions, though, for three of the women. He was like, nah, I was kidding. Like, that wasn't me. And he, like, took it back. And um, some of the, th- those for those three women, the murder charges were dropped which is so wild to me yeah he was like i killed them and they were like oh maybe you did and then he took it back and they were like maybe you didn't yeah <laughs> he probably didn't then he seems like a trustworthy source um <laughs> and then in 1990 he was released on parole Ooh, parole yeah and he lived in houston and then two short years later he would be incarcerated again this time for the sexual assault of a young woman and then did they catch him like in the act i have no idea it just says he was was definitely about to murder that girl probably and then he would finish out the remainder of his life thank god this man is dead in the year 2000 in the year 2000 Yep. That was still when uh, the death penalty was painful. Yeah, I it. But that's like, why did they release him on parole? Even I don't like, know. it's obviously because they gave him like, you know. Three of the murder charges were already dropped, but he still had two, two under his belt. 
know. It just kind of proves that the world is whack. Mm -hmm. They just... Because, like, that's completely awful. To believe that, like, you can get murdered and, like, have the murderer just completely gloating about it. Like, let's, Mm -hmm. like, cast pajamas, what he did. And then for other police officers to be like, sure, you've murdered people, you've taken people out of this world, doing it in the most vile way possible. Yeah. But, like, he can let you off. Just so that he can, like, lead them to a singular body, right? Mm-hmm. That he got money for, his wife. He got money got, for. Got money after for. That, that's, like, awful to me. He's also disgusting looking. He's also disgusting looking? Yeah. You can see, like, the the pervertedness ooze out of his pores. So he's, <laughs> he's a stereotypical pervert is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like point right. out specifics because for all my non-murdering perverts yeah, who might to... share like specific traits with them, I don't want to point them out and make them feel bad. But you can, it's his vibe. You can, it's his vibe that he gets off. That is not. His picture gives off the vibe of perverted jerk. His eyes, his, his dead cold eyes. Mm, interesting i feel um i've never i don't think i've ever like researched a case that happened in texas but it's like whenever i we like talk about one and like i drive past like where it happened or like the city it just feels so it feels weird i for it feels real i forget that i i we talked about this before but i forget that these are real sometimes I think we all do. And then comes the question of do we exploit these people's lives for our own entertainment purposes? Oh, you mean like for views and stuff? Yeah. And the answer is yes. (laughs) Swoosh, but... Swoosh. But in all respect and honesty, um, what this man did was extremely It's awful. And I am... I don't condemn it. I just... Yeah, I just can't believe that they let him out again and it really does it kind of just clues into how you know how the justice system works you know mm-hmm. not that well more, is the answer you know like what's more valued which is like a case solved than the murder actually being brought to justice mm-hmm. and like he he was convicted for those two women like being murdered and they still let him out for parole and he got paid by the header of the investigation which is worse mm-hmm. he got money from the sheriff <sighs> yeah and he got to like brag about it it's disgusting got to brag about it with other men you don't know what their reaction was mm-hmm. but you know there were probably a few sexual assaultists in there who were like um props out dude you know yeah the worst type of people or I just- like i don't know I feel like if he had stayed in there a little longer, he probably, you know, would have been killed. Yeah. Because, like, you know, a lot of people um, in prison, you know, they don't condone that because, you know, they have daughters, they have wives. Mm-hmm. And this is also, like, um, the 70s, so I don't know if no, no, it was what? a little, the prison environment was a little different than was i'm being honest uh could i tell you why it was different no 
No, I can't. But I just feel like it was. Um, but that is sorry to end it on such a such a depressing and serious. Yeah. Note. Don't like to do that on this gym, which is weird because um, this is a this is a podcast about murder. Mm-hmm. But I like to keep it lighthearted, and I promise um, I will come back with something more interesting, uh, which is why I promise to do the um, Hello Kitty murders. Ooh next time that does actually sound interesting i haven't heard of that um we will see you next week for reels last time i said that um we didn't record over spring break i thought about it but then i was like nah um (laughs) i felt that i really was like i was laying in bed and i was like man i'd usually be recording right now and i just went back to sleep i literally like i was asleep i woke up and i was like i could like um reach out to them and be like y'all want to record but then I went back to bed anyway. I have to edit. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope Just Us 2 was sufficient enough for this week. We will be back, hopefully, with some more guests. Hopefully. And until then, this is the Armchair Detectives. Bye, guys. Bye.